1: Making work make sense. LinkedIn knows how. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans. Maybe for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily
3: Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the h and Daily. And before we tell you what we've got on our little show today, let's uh, just give you a heads up. There is an excellent show, as available as a podcast, um, and it's called Reunited. And the most recent one features Paul Gascoigne. And Vinnie Jones, taking, taking you back to that moment when uh, mm. Vinnie, playing for Wimbledon, Gazza playing for Newcastle, grabbed him by the unmentionables. It's a famous shot mm. taken by the late, great Monty Fresco, the sports photographer. And uh, it, it's, the, it's going back through their eyes and telling that story. And it's a cracking listen. It's called Reunited and you can get it from wherever your podcast is very true Yeah. well said yeah okay well what did we do today well we um, had a chat we were reunited we were reunited <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting quite emotional even thinking about it <laughs>
4: Um, uh, we had a chat. We had a bit of a chat about last night. We talked about a couple of odd sporting world records and sporting events. Yeah, that led to other stuff. Yeah, that was quite
3: good. Um, Ivo Graham came in. Yeah, I read extracts. Axt, axt, extracts. You know
4: what extracts are? Extracts yeah. from uh, a new book. Well, an old book. A, an old book. But a new book to us.
3: You'll hear about. that. Um, yeah, uh, that's I it. think yeah, that's it, really. Ivo Graham. That's yeah. it. And, oh, Taramasu. Oh, the, Tiramisu the Tiramisu World Cup, Cup uh, is ongoing, as I'm sure you're aware. And uh, there's been controversy, and you'll hear about that too. So here it is. Enjoy.
4: Oh, good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, everybody. And uh, yes, it was an interesting game, that, wasn't it? I'll say one thing about watching Chelsea this season. It's fun. Mm. They're so good to watch. I mean, they make loads of mistakes. They give the ball away in ridiculous areas. Yeah. They're going to get trounced by somebody at some point yeah. because they, you know they've been a bit lucky. But
3: going forward, they're
4: just tremendous. Will to you be watch. In
3: a, w- when they do get trounced by someone? Will you be that even-handed? I think or? I
4: will because I think I'm. I've, I've sort of you know
3: been expecting. it. I, I know what
4: sorry means when he says it's going to take him a bit of time. Yeah. You can see. Well, you, you, I mean, you'd expect you, that. You know, Maratta, That was his eighth. Big miss in three games yeah. since last Thursday. I'm not joking. I'm not talking about like ones where he shot in the keeper. I'm talking about ones he should have scored. Guilt edge chances. Eight. I've given him the special FIFA
3: award, the barn door. <laughs> it's the one you give to terrible It would strikers. be nice. It wouldn't be nice if there was an well, They do that at the Oscars, don't they? Yeah, the raspberries. Yeah, that's right. The Razzie's thing, don't yeah. they? So I mean, It might be quite nice to have... An equivalent, yeah, the barn door. Yeah, there should be on the same when they, yeah, exactly. It should be well, not yeah, it could be the barn door, but you'd have different awards. Yeah, could you could do different. You'd ones. have the alternative awards, yeah. a worst red card, you know, yeah. worst own goal, you know, stuff like oh, that they'd be would good, work, wouldn't wouldn't they? Yeah, okay, I well, we'll try quite, and put that on. Quite hard to get the players
4: to come along. I'd well,
3: I mean, you, occasionally people in Hollywood buy into it. If they're in a really terrible yeah. film, they will turn up, won't they? Now yeah. and again, they'll buy into it, but uh, it, it seems unlikely. You would think but you can't you know the thing is you can't get you can't i mean if you play in liverpool and they're
4: not playing edison and van dyke it's very hard to sort of look too much into it they've been, made such a difference to Liverpool, you know hmm. so not edison, edison I'm, yeah i'm sorry i'm
3: confusing me that
4: i mean allison yeah sorry. yeah yeah allison edison you know yeah, what i mean Brazilian Edison keepers. allison a- i do beg your pardon a- a- allison yeah you know if he's not playing and van dyke's not playing yeah it's a good win but you you've got to temper it you know with a bit of sense because they he, they make a big difference
3: the Sturridge moment was uh, was a bad one wasn't it really the miss yeah yeah
4: it was a bit of a bad miss but wasn't it, it was worse by christiansen two hmm. big errors and Aspera of three big mistakes. he never makes any mistakes three big mistakes so that was a bit surprising so he could easily have gone one way or the other well i followed it was, it was i followed mood.
3: my mob over uh, on talksport hmm. 2 of course where we had the commentary of uh, the spurs watford game and that was a bit of a roller coaster going Two on up and having a cigar on, and then Capu of all people—I don't think he's mm. and Pochettino exchanged Christmas cards. No, <laughs> um, he would have been delighted to have got the second, and then Pens and very clinical Pens for Tottenham. It's good. So uh, people on a slightly the fourth... late the train back from Milton Keynes than they wanted to be.
4: Oh yeah, that's true. You could do without that. The fourth round draw is Saturday at nine pm. Yeah. Why? Where's it being
3: done? Mars? It's on Quest. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, 9pm on Quest.
4: What's the... What is the... What is the man... Who's thinking these things? Surely the draw should have been last night after the. G- games. Well, that's what they used to do, but I think. Well, because that makes sense. Everybody wants to know. I
3: think they their friends at Carabao. they have tried to make a bit more of a thing of the draw than they used to be. They like—they like to. They've, they've done it in different parts of the world. They, they did it from the Mir space station, didn't they? <laughs> really? didn't they? Didn't Dino go up there? Yeah. <laughs> Dean Saunders and John Solarco went up to the Mir space station and did the draw up What's there the in zero gravity.
4: There's no point. Yeah. Just you know, you can't they can't prove it like that. It doesn't make people don't buy into that. It's just pointless. Absolutely, we're doing it
3: around your house. The fifth round. Well that'll be good. Yeah, well, round your house at four. Round your at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know those things that the police break the door down with? You just <laughs> you're basically going to smash it down. We're going to be saying football league, football league. You know, and all running. You'll all be disorientated. Get your clothes on. You're con- yeah. you and Sue are conducting the draw. It's good. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, I'm, I'd be up for that. There's yeah.
4: uh, a new world record has been set. A world record: six thousand nine hundred people gathered to put on lipstick at the same time and wear it for a minute in Quezon, Philippines. Wear it Philippines. for a minute. Yeah, so you had to put the lipstick on and keep it on for a minute. You got no impact then, no. though, have you? Well, I tell you, you, did well. Former United keeper Jimmy Rimmel.
3: Yeah, thank you.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we come on, give us your lipstick-based footballers. We won't be able to come yeah, up okay, with any. You're not going to get any of you those. You will not get oh, any yeah. at all.
3: Um, now you, yeah. you, you mentioned this story in passing yesterday, but I said we'd come back to it because we really didn't have time to explore it properly. But this was we thought. Thank there was you, all, Lloyd. There Lloyd's all, brought in the tea. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, <laughs> working with us at the moment, uh, looking very much like our old mate Lloyd Griffith. I think could could stay, could take a bullet for Lloyd. <laughs> if 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 you know Lloyd's got the money now to have a body tumble to take a bullet for him, hasn't he? Really? Well, so yeah, I can't imagine. That's yeah. yeah. true. He certainly does. Anyway, yeah. uh, that we digress. Sorry. Um, alternative blue plaques. Tell us why, Andy. There was a story oh, yeah, yesterday, wasn't because, there? Oh, uh, yeah, because... Yeah, it's a very good point.
4: And uh, uh, here we are. Yeah. A plaque. A plaque. To mark... Not a plaque. We're not having a tiramisu, tiramisu <laughs> conversation. A plaque, That's not in Latin. It's a plaque a, to It's ma- a plaque for now. A plaque to mark where dog pickles was found. Yeah. Oh, no, no... <laughs> Dog Pickles was found. That's possibly the worst bit of reading out loud anyone's ever right, done. Yeah, not Sorry. by you, it is. You do it on a daily basis. Sorry. It wasn't Pickles who was found. It was the World Cup. Yeah, now Pickles is the dog who yeah, found, found the World, the World Cup. Cup. Yeah, so let me read this stolen. properly. Yeah, yeah. A plaque to mark where Dog Pickles found the stolen World Cup in 1966 has been put up by a history fan. History fan,
3: yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Adam Thorogood, 36, mm. who cares, in south-east London. So he's gone along and put his own plaque up. Wasn't it a kind of a bush in the road? I mean, yeah. is he, has he just put a, like a marker there? Yeah, it must be a sort of, yeah, it was in the bushes. So it's not the people who normally do this, like sort of Heritage, oh, Foundation, no, the Heritage or the Foundation or the FA or, or it something like. is it
4: Adam Thorogood's own... Friend.
3: Aaron Thorogood 36. <laughs> Basically. He's, he's just done his own thing. <laughs> yeah, it? Well, yeah. How long is that going to last? nobody, <laughs> <laughs> People, you know, someone's going to have it away, aren't they? Which yeah, is probably another really. dog. <laughs> yeah, it could do, really. They're going to use it the way Pickles will use it <laughs> as a latrine. Yeah. So um, I was going to tell you, I've just lost everything on my, Screen. I was going to do half of those. The producers, you know, decided to lose everything from yesterday. So that, that might, wrong button. That might, <laughs> yeah, it's basically lost. Basically, half the show has just left my screen.
4: Fifteen minutes of content's just
3: gone out the window. <laughs> so he, it's all right, John. Don't worry. And, on that basis, he's going to come in and play the spoons. <laughs> he uh, can do that. Marcelo Lippi, of course, says Matthew Davis. Oh well, done, be, he would have been there. very good. As would Revlon Morrison. says, oh, Dave says. Good. They're good, the listeners, aren't they? They're well, I'd love to bring you more from them, but the producers. <laughs> (laughs) just basically (laughs) got rid of it all. Thanks. Well, that's the way it goes. So anyway, um, we're looking for more blue plaque. Other things that could be an alternative blue plaque where you feel that you could go there and stake your claim. Yeah. Great moments in sport around the world that wouldn't get marked officially by... Uh, the likes of the Heritage Foundation to do this sort of thing. The Hawksby and
0: Jacobs Daily Podcast.
3: Um, Making a welcome return to the studio uh, after a very successful Edinburgh Festival. is uh, comedian, Swindon fan, Ivo Graham. Ivo, good to see you. It's good to see you too. Thank you very much for having me
2: back for my eighth visit to the Hawksby. So do you keep a note of them? <laughs> yes, I do actually. Ah. Really? No,
4: that's a rough estimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, could the head could I was then. quite pleased
2: there for a minute that no, you'd I'm...
4: actually do that.
2: Well, the... I do keep <laughs> diaries where I can, but uh, something on the busy days. The um, you, I
3: kept reading lots of good stuff About your Edinburgh shows People seem to really enjoy it Lots of good
2: reviews That's nice of you to say Well, I, yeah. I, you know, that's that's the aim Of yeah. course um, To get the nice reviews And people often pretend They don't read them um, Which I, I find a bit annoying Because I'm just, I am How would you not want to know? Really? You do read it? I'm not sure that I'd want to. I don't know. I'd say the most depressing thing is when, and particularly when you can't pretend anymore, that I just just stumble across this. Because some reviews, like in The Times, are behind a paywall. So when when you're actively ed- entering your debit card details, you can't be like, yeah, I, I couldn't help but notice that." So,
3: <laughs> so this this show motion sickness. You're going to yes. be uh, doing some shows at the Soho Theatre in October That's in London. That's exactly what I'm doing, starting yeah. on Monday night. So the, the the kind of show it's a kind of uh, it's, it's you growing up. Isn't it's it? a growing
2: up show. Yeah, um, it's about various of uh, leaps forward into the unknown this year. The big one being. Parenthood. Oh wow! And that's ah. the um, that's the name of the game. Is that
3: impending or has it happened? It's impending. Mm. Okay. Ah, okay.
2: February February the fourteenth. Well, oh, it's, it's, a oh, life, it's a life. It's a life nice. changer, Valentine, but, but lovely at the it, same time. It is it, I think that's a good that's a good summary of the experience. <laughs> <I think laughs> yeah, <that's> true.
4: <laughs> the thing is though, that as a comedian and you've started this very young. It's it's not like sport. It's the opposite to sport because you you sort of kind of get better and better and better. I mean, you well, don't get nice you don't thought. get to a point where you, people are always too old. Now. His
2: legs have gone. His legs. No, have that's gone. true. <laughs> Although there are you know the James Milners of this world who just defy the age. Yeah. year. <laughs> um I uh, formerly of Swindon, of course. But um, I uh, yeah. I, the hope is that you'll you'll get older and get wiser and get better. I think there's still undeniably a certain part of the industry which is very geared towards, you know, young and new people. So I think Mm. the task is to stay feeling relevant and uh, the fear about being a parent of as much joy, of course, as it will bring to my life, is that you become... um, you know, you lose maybe a little bit of an edge. Not that I mm. was threatening mm. any great edge as a performer already, but do, do <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you sort of you don't want to become too sort of Mister Dad jokes too soon. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's the mm. difficult. That's you know. It's but it does give you another a rich scene, potentially. Yes, I it? Hope an area so. an, an area that you have not been able to explore before. Really. Yes.
2: The, well, the hope is to continue both to be a, a sort of thrillingly hedonistic youthful performer and a charming dad <laughs> having having a papoose on at the rave if you oh know. yeah that's, that's, that's the balance you're, you're looking to that's strike perfect. is it
4: when you do end it strikes me that the first three weeks you know the punters are there and you're doing your show you're enjoying but you, are you aware that the last week all the tv executives come up for their jolly and that's where they're, they're sort of scouting for people and are you sort of aware of that, that you i'm you not sort of put
2: a... well i 'm not really aware of that in a sort of career perspective you 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 do uh, once you 've been in the industry a few years as I now have um uh, you know a few more of the people by face some of them are actually uh good friends of yours, so you 'll notice that a few more of those are around in the bars in the evenings when perhaps they should be watching shows um, but um you don't i 've certainly never seen it as oh, i 've got to save my my energy for the last week because that 's when your you know the real shop window starts mm-hmm. you you sort of not to be too naff about it, but you wanna put it on a good show for everyone. Yeah. Whether they be the producer of Have I Got News For You or just some old chap from Dumfries. <laughs> <laughs> now, you
3: mentioned no. Swind in your team. Yes. And uh it's going pretty well under Phil Brown isn't it at the moment not too bad you're on the cusp of the playoff positions you've had a good win wasn't it against Yeovil yes we won a
2: very good away win at Yeovil um, which was very nice I'm going down for my first visit of the season and I should have been already really but um, on Saturday we're at home to Oldham And uh, that's the big one, of course, Swindon Oldham. Um, I don't (laughs) need to tell people that's on this weekend. But I think we're at that point, like you say, where we're sort of seventh, eighth, on the cusp of the playoffs. And it could go either way because last season we were on that cusp for a long time. Mm. And then the spring circa the appointment of Phil Brown was when it really fell away and Mm. we were just mid-table. And I I would like us to get back up again um, because we only went down a couple of years ago. And with no disrespect to any other teams in League Two, it is bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. You want to be with our producer
3: in, uh, in the uh, National League South. Oh, yeah. That's, yes. yeah. You, you, you want just want a problem for that's him. Like yeah. You could just keep on tumbling, exactly like, like Torquay. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, Andy, I've got a question. Uh, I think uh, i will get quite close to it because um, he'll have a feel for how many travel away for Swindon. But um, Phil in the, in the Swindon advertiser, Phil uh, Brown, has been talking about the partnership between fans uh, and the team, which he thinks is going quite well. And so how many do you think Swindon Took. To a rain-soaked Hewish Park for that win. Oh, that's Over. a great question. Youngville. How um, did you think they took? Andy, I'm just to get the ballpark <laughs> of how many Swindon
2: fans would have gone. Would you? Three
4: hundred and twenty-four.
2: I'm going to say more than that. Particularly, with going from Swindon, so it's not it's not it's the not biggest way, community. Yeah. I'm okay. going to say I'm not going to say a thousand. Let's not go mad. I'm going to say eight hundred and fifty.
3: <laughs> well, I knew you'd be close. You're eight hundred yes! oh!
2: and seventy-one. I haven't researched that. If and i would have gone. it to like... been eight hundred and fifty-one. Mm-hmm. So it'd have been even closer. Yes, I would. Although I would have missed my friend Ed's wedding. Which oh, no. been quite annoyed about. <laughs> yeah, the ain't
3: Well done to the 871 who, who went to a rain-soaked Hewish Park uh, for that
2: uh, victory. But it, that gives you a little example. Oh, yeah. it? A it's
3: club with a, isn't a big old fan base. That is good.
2: I've got to say, I'm I'm very pleased with how close. It's very rare that I'll blow my own <laughs> yeah. trumpet. on Are you honestly see <laughs> more that pleased about estimating. that than anything we've ever seen you pleased? <laughs> oh, the My comedy is pretty weak. If I'm honest, but, but <laughs> my <laughs> guessing of away attendance. Oh, well, that's excellent. So. <laughs> Yeah, well,
3: maybe that can become a bit of a regular.
2: Well, well if, I, if... I do go occasionally to the away ones because the, the fun I get, sorry to interrupt you, mm. No. Uh, is, is, is now, obviously it's lovely to go, as I will this weekend, uh, back to the home of football, uh, the county ground. But um, to, when you look at your gig list and the, and the away fixtures and when they combine and you can tick off a new ground, mm. um, that's a real treat. I, I've got the 92 in my sights, although it's quite a long way away, but...
4: A boy, age seven, had completed the ninety-two. Years week. Seven
2: years old. Mm. Wow, wow! Wow! Amazing. He gets
3: isn't around it? it, kid of his age. I think he went with his dad, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. would imagine. <laughs> yeah. It would
4: <was> <laughs> be even better if he didn't. He did it all on his own steam. <laughs> you,
3: are you a member, or are you a member, or Danny? You obviously haven't got the season tickets. You can't get there enough. But were you in the kind of junior? What's the junior
2: version of the of the Swindon Supporters
3: Club? Do you remember? Were you ever a member of that?
2: Uh, no, I was never a member. I'm yeah. ashamed to say. I can't. I mean, no, I mentioned the Junior Robbins or something. Yeah. Um, um, I, I played on the pitch of the country ground once as part of a sort of under eight tournament. That was very exciting. Mm. Um, mm. But I wasn't a member. It never was a mascot. I slightly feel like that ship may have sailed. Well, now. you know,
3: they're, they're doing more of that. They're, they're opening mascots up. We saw yeah, the two you, fantastic ladies at Ventures uh, the well, City. That true, didn't yeah. we? That, you know, I think you've either got yeah. to be very young or very old. We I wanted Andy that. to be a mascot. And, oh, um, be who the club? Lee RMI. Lee RMI said, oh. yeah, if Andy wants to be a well, mascot. Did. This was about 10 years ago. They may have withdrawn the offer. But I thought Andy running out, having a kickabout with the captain, holding the captain's yeah. hand, and then just a few toe pokes at the goalkeeper that's before kickoff. It's been yeah. lovely to see you now out there. If their home
4: ground was in Chiswick, I would have gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was quite... prepared to do
2: it, he just didn't want to travel for it. <laughs> well, so. my rule, as with so many things in life, is if Andy Jacobs does it, I'll do it as well. Well, of course, so that's, what that's what where a, most of, of us should to work to on that basis. <laughs> so um, people can see motion sickness, <laughs> October the 1st to the
3: 6th, 9pm, at the Soho Theatre in uh, London. May busy I say, as World well, Paul,
2: sorry, it's actually they yeah. were doing a second week as well oh, due good. to uh, public demand, which may not yet exist. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> yeah. it's actually October the first till the thirteenth. Oh, oh,
5: brilliant! Wow, get wow. wow. even nice.
3: longer if you if you live in London, you're down fun in London. To come down, actually, you fancy brilliant. a night out? That'd be nice, mm. it?
0: Now hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz in the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz in the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine.
1: Uh yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Uh, we asked you yesterday, actually, and we didn't get around to all of them because you know the Ryder Cup is upon us, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson had played in this. Um, celebrity tournament ahead of the Ryder Cup proper that gets underway tomorrow and uh, just to- he's a good golfer plays a lot but opening tee bit of uh, opening tee pressure that you always get topped his ball and it kind of rolled up to the ladies tee so um, we were interested to hear from you if you had some first tee nightmares and we've had a few corkers from you um, my what are two of these we got back I played at Carnoustie on the course next to the championship courses, Mike First tee, there was a bunch of Americans watching me. By the time I reached the hole, I was 12 over, uh, he says, apparently. Uh, (laughs) That's not ideal, is it? Yeah. Um, What else we got? My dad had a tee shot at the first Hearst Golf Club. And then duck hooked into the lake and hit a windsurfer in the back, knocking him off. (laughs) Yeah, he still gets extra points, isn't it? That was from Brad. Yeah, that's uh, aiming for the tractor on the (laughs) the driving range.
4: That's good, that.
3: Um, This one, Steve, the Wednesday fan. My first whole golf nightmare saw me uh, shank my drive so far left. It hit the 28 bus, 60 yards (laughs) along the road. The widest fairway you could ask for, he said, and I still managed to do that. Um, I had some very good ones. Um, Yes, uh, first tee golf day, crowd gathered, my boss topped his drive, hit the ladies' tee box, ball flies over our heads and into the car park. Uh, Three off the tee, and when we checked, the board landed on the bonnet of his own car and left a big dent, says uh, Marcus. We also asked for alternative blue plaques, didn't we, Andy? Oh, yeah. Um, To mark uh, alternative bits of sporting history. This is the bloke who's put his own plaque up where uh, the World Cup was found by Pickles the Dog back Mm. in 1966. And um, this one comes from uh, Gary in Ipswich. He said, A plaque should be placed where the ball landed after Pedro Mendes' goal was not given at Old Trafford in 2005. <laughs> He's good. put it in the back of the goal. <laughs> Gab Cancello says, What about uh, the point where Paula Radcliffe stopped off during the marathon for a comfort <laughs> break? Oh, yeah. We should have a plaque there, definitely. <laughs> Thank you for those fellas. Uh, and also mm-hmm. uh, Teram, people have gone. We talked about the tiramisu World Cup, which mm. is taking place in Treviso. So Stephen says, Graham Tiramisuus.
0: <laughs> Thank uh,
3: you very much. T- Cancello's back, coming. and he prefers <laughs> the former West Ham and Everton striker Tony Panacotta. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I like. Uh, I love my tiramisu <laughs> with a Re- Lorenzo Amaretto. Says Dan Hitchin. Uh, <laughs> or is that Dan In Hitchin? And why don't you send the moose there to cover the tiramisu World Cup? Um, it will just be make, said, oh, <laughs> keep saying things like, oh, what's wrong with spotted dick? He'd probably cause a war between uh, Italy and, uh, and England. He could certainly do that.
4: He certainly could. Now, um, talking of food, actually, I watched that programme last night. That, remember we interviewed uh, Tim Key yesterday Yeah, about Please Like? Please Like, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a real skewering of, uh, and by young people, so it's not an old person being sort of, grouchy about it's a Mm. skewering of of sort of the the youtube generation yeah 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 which is fair enough and this is another example of it a michelin starred chef sky gingle has created a pasta meal kit to look good on Instagram to attract the under-35s. Never mind the flavour <laughs> or the
3: taste. Yeah, oh, looks good. As long as it looks good. Marvellous. It's brilliant, isn't
4: it? Yeah. Uh, I've got a bit of a T20 birthday spread for you, if uh, pele's available, Bill. Is it, is
3: you for he's often about Pele I mean, this time of day. Of he just hangs now. around the studio waiting to play yeah, live. Of course of he does, yeah.
4: Here he is. Okay, uh, this is the game where you have to guess the age of the person whose birthday is today. And yeah, the spread I is you, how many yeah. years out I'm going to be. I don't know, I've never explained it before. What's happened to me? You normally explain it, but yeah. anyway, it's the margin of error. Yeah, the margin of error. What's I'm giving you a margin of error of. Uh, seven,
3: so yeah. I have to be within seven years of this person's yeah. actual age, actual okay. Age.
4: And it's a uh, very, very happy birthday to Professor Rebecca Bunting, oh. the Vice Chancellor and Chief Executive of Buckinghamshire New University. And uh, I passed her home earlier, and uh, you could see they've been celebrating. Oh, yeah, was there any
3: <laughs> kind of flag livery? Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were out, of course. <laughs> was she quite emotional about it? Was she, was she? With their tears, <laughs> you want me on this Cry bunting? No. What's the out with you? <laughs> Goodness me! Coming at from two angles. Well, it's very true. I hadn't thought about that um, one. Fifty-six. Oh
4: no, a, a tragic error by you. She's
3: sixty-three. Oh okay. Well, oh, actually, was, no. That is seven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know it's how to manage on. the tension. I'm oh, surprised do, they yeah. didn't give you, <laughs> they gave you the, uh, the who wants to be a millionaire
4: <laughs> gig in the end, yeah, but they didn't. We always love it when a uh, sun journalist or any sort of tabloid journalist has to go and. What we call draw the short straw. Yeah, you know. So there's a story, and they come up with a funny way of covering it as well yeah. as the serious way of covering it. And this is the Barney the lost beluga whale. Yeah,
3: which is you know it's quite
4: a sad story really. But hopefully, well,
3: he's already gone out. Isn't he gone back out to sea? He's well, gone, he's,
4: isn't he? I can't it, find it him. He did a whole thing about in the times about what beluga whales do. And it says he they can swim backwards. So I was thinking, well, why doesn't he then? He's <laughs> gone. <on. laughs> I think he's gone. There, the, the news is, is he's gone. Generally, well, I, I saw think so. uh, Alex Dibble back in the studio. Yeah, that's right. He must he pre- presumably? Has but yeah. uh, among those trying to help Barney was the son's Emma James, who oh. squeezed into an alluring squid costume. Oh, okay, right. To <laughs> tempt the white whale back into the safety of deeper. Water, she dangled her tentacles into the waves. Mm. She said, I'm a safe enough distance away not to upset him because we were told about that. Yeah, but I hope I'm close enough to tempt him. Well, I don't think so. You're just in an outfit, you're not a real squid. Are you? <laughs> well, you know, she could be, but she never really bothered. <laughs> yeah, anyway, there you go. So she draws the...
3: You can imagine in the office when they say, Well, so we want somebody we to need dress up any as a squid. squid. Have, you, have you watched press? Yeah, have you watched this series, press? Yet? I have. It's yeah, good. the Ben Chaplin thing. Well, maybe there's elements of that to it that might be right. Who's going to put on the uh, squid costume? <laughs> themselves down at the Thames <laughs> someone's it's got to be someone's turn it's good um what else have we got i've got that one there than that. Yes, you just done um, that. You can tick that one off, Andy. Those, brought that to them the nation. Off. Yeah, well, I can give the you another one of these yeah. first tee stories. Ted says, I saw a bloke on the first tee once who shanked it sideways onto the 18th green straight into the hole. His mate said, well done, you've done a course in one. <laughs> <laughs> that's very impressive. <laughs> that's got it in the, the hole at the 18th. I the hole in
4: one <laughs> people would accept that. They would do. They won't though, will they? No, we've got to get them on. Uh, this is a racing story. A runaway racehorse which bolted after unseating its jockey hmm. uh, in a race was found on the A1.
0: Mm. God, savannah mm. moon escaped
4: mm. the uh from newcastle racecourse ran through a golf course before uh being calmed down by a taxi driver wow. a, a hero there really why would you do that massive great racehorse mm. it was unhurt in the dramatic episode uh, but the jockey was actually hurt in the fall oh I mean, dear we he's all right yeah really. but you mentioned driving down the a1 and you see a racehorse i mean you'd be quite a shock wouldn't you really
3: yeah, that, that you certainly would. Yeah, yeah, I think. It, well, I think you'd be allowed to play your shot again. There'd be a mulligan, wouldn't it? If it all suddenly ran across Just the course. Yeah, uh, talking about, stew up a ladder in Bournemouth, Well, he was yesterday at twenty past two when he sent this in. Well, I don't come, think he's down there in a cold night. Yeah. Uh, My mate took an almighty swing on the first at our local golf club with his driver, only to heel it straight back through his own legs and off the tee. He then had to retire as he would put his back out. (laughs) Fantastic. What an ignominious way to start a round of golf and end it. I've just got time to uh, read a little excerpt from the
4: book that was sent to us last week by a listener very kindly. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. It was from Nick, Nick Bailey from Stowe School, the drama department. Oh, yeah. And
3: uh, it's it's called Arlott and Truman on Cricket. Now, if you don't know who these people are, um, you should do really, but Fred Truman was uh, one of our finest ever fast bowlers and a. a TV personality. Imagine, imagine Gothy. Yeah, imagine Goffey, but in the sixties, just like that. Really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine a,
4: Goffey in the sixties. Well, I no, imagine. I, I, can, oh, I can. <laughs> can. I can, I can imagine oh, yeah, Goffey possibly, in yeah. the sixties. There's a lot of Fred in Goffey. There is. No, that's, a, that's a good thing. That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Yeah, and uh, they were both great bowlers, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they've written a book. One, they well, them. <laughs> well, and John Arlett was the, uh,
3: arguably one of the greatest sports commentators of all time. Everybody's going to argue with that. So they There's a true. book that, that both of them had written, and you found this. New book. Oh, it's not a new book. No, (laughs) No, no. it won't be coming in. No, okay. (laughs) And uh, John writes about
4: the early professionals. It's a a very comprehensive book. Yeah. But some of the people, and I always maintain that sport in those days was, I think I could have been a top sportsman. It's not, you know, they they never. You you mean I could have been a top sportsman? William Clark. This is the bloke who built Trembridge Look at him. He's wearing a he top played until hat. He's about sixty-seven. He looks a bit portly. <laughs> he can, imagine playing a test match dressed
3: in a top hat? He's shaped like your granddad. <laughs> yeah, you top fa- hat, cravat, and a, face, a belt. Mitchell Johnson wearing a top hat? <laughs> would you really?
4: <laughs> really not? Bit of a target for him. Yeah, I'd it say. would be. Yeah. <laughs> imagine it's like sledging there. Anyway, he, he's writing about these various people, and, he, and these, this is the first one. J- uh, should I do it in his voice? I might as well. Well, whose yeah.
3: whose who's voice are you doing? John Arl John Arler. Okay, Mike, go on then. Julius Caesar. Yeah. A not uncommon name
4: about the Hampshire Surrey borders. Wow.
3: Who knew? I never knew that. So, people there's, people, there's people, are there people wandering around <laughs> Hampshire Surrey borders now called Julius Caesar? Apparently. If you live there, let us know. <laughs> yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Uh, Alex Baker's gone with Pacenti <laughs> 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 Tiramisu. Lizarazu. Doesn't quite oh, work, does it? For goodness sake. Um. And uh, Martin wasn't listening when I said no more um, cosmetic-based footballers with Alex Botox (laughs) Lake-Chamberlain. Let it go. That's it, Martin. (laughs) Definitely it. it. That's not bad. That's it. No more. No mass. Uh, so yeah the Tiramisu World Cup uh, you mm. won't you'll be surprised it's the obviously, popular Italian dessert uh, made of uh, mascarpone cheese sponge fingers coffee chocolate maybe a little bit of masala wine in there well yes I'm well, not
4: sure yeah, but they're asking people to be a bit more adventurous this season
3: so. well they're not There's t- well, let's find out well, more about yeah. this I mean I just saw this well, big well it's the headline. second trophy open to experimenters I've dis- I've discovered anything that's got the, the words World Cup in it we, we could regard as sport, sport even if it involves uh, Italian puds yeah um, writing the piece uh, over in Rome for the Telegraph, Josephine McKenna. Hi, Josephine.
5: Hello there. Am I talking to Paul and Andy? You, you certainly are, yes. are.
3: Yeah, we we love, we love this story because um, it's it's all the ingredients. It's sport. It's competitive Well, it's not sport, but it's competitive. <laughs> it's got World Cup in it, and and there's a bit of controversy around it because. There's, there's a traditional part of the competition where you, you deal with a very basic, it's the quality of making a good tiramisu with the, the, the basic ingredients we all know and love. And then there's one where you can let your imagination run wild and the traditionalists, the guild uh, of uh, tiramisu makers, that they don't like the idea that people are going freeform on it.
5: Yes, isn't that great? Um, You have to thank the Italians for their their purity when it comes to food, and uh, of course many Italians are very upset that uh, people put pineapple on their pizza as well, but uh, this World Cup is the second that they've held in the town of Treviso in the north of Italy, just above uh, Venice. And for the first time, they're going to be naming two winners, one who has the the best classic recipe and one who is rewarded for the most creative recipe. And last year, they've even seen some that included chili and Japanese wasabi, but there was no prize for for those. And this year, uh, they're speculating there may even be one with beer. Yeah,
3: wow. Look, so we we'll come back to this in a moment. Sorry, James. We've got we've got some breaking sports news. We've been waiting it for a while, and, and Danielle's rejoined us. So, what's the latest, Danielle?
1: Hi, guys. So, voting at UEFA has happened, and Germany is going to be hosting the 2024 oh, tournament. Boring. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, we know we know they can put on a very good show. Well, they the Germans. can, but they had seventy-four there, two thousand and six. 96? No, no what, 96? Oh, sorry, 2006. Yeah. Sorry, 2006, 2006 World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, 2006 They've had a lot World of tournaments, Cup. whereas Turkey would have been fun, I think. Oh, well, never mind. Well done to them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <Good>. well <laughs> done to them, today. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> well
3: done to them through gritted teeth. So there we are. Germany going to bring you the 2024. But look, uh, 2006 was a lot of fun, actually. It was a good tournament. So anyway, we move on. Back to Tiramisu. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> beer. And wasabi and and onions and chilies. I mean, that's that's a bit... Have you tried any of these,
5: Um, Josephine? I haven't. Um, I I must admit I favour the classic recipe myself. I haven't cooked it. I've never cooked it, but I love to eat it. Mm. Uh, Now, you have to have a limit. You can't put all these things in the same uh, minestrone, if you like. You have to put... You can only add uh, up to three extra ingredients. So there is a limit there. (laughs) But it's certainly a great opportunity to eat a lot of tiramisu if any of your listeners are interested in going. It sounds like a lot of fun over several days in in the first few days of November.
4: Yeah. In a beautiful place, Treviso. I'm just looking at a picture. It looks absolutely typical Italian, fabulous. And uh... And
5: also the home of Prosecco. So you get a chance to Mm. have a little prosecco while you're scoffing your tiramisu. Wow,
4: which is interesting because Francesco Reddy, who's the organiser, says that alcohol is forbidden. Since really? It, yes. Alan well, it. Since it hides it, it, defects, he says.
5: Well, the purists say that there shouldn't even be masala or any other kind of alcohol in your classic tiramisu recipe, which I didn't realise. No. Uh, and he said beer is a possibility providing you can actually reduce the content and you know, reduce it down if you like in that cooking process. Uh, but the main problem is, of course, the consistency. I'm not sure what beer would do to all the creamy goodies that you put inside that tiramisu with your beer. Mm. Well, the word
3: means pick me up. So I've often mm. wondered whether it, it wasn't just the coffee that gave you the pick me up. It was that little, the yeah. little, the little shot of well, booze as well. It's just called the
4: ones It's <laughs> yeah, incredible. Just,
3: uh, I, you know, six
4: hundred wanna... competitors though. You know, people take this seriously. That's a lot of people. I know they're going to have a
3: fun weekend and
4: everything, but still. And they've made
3: the you make the point in your piece that um, the, the, the non-traditionists, the ones who, th- who want to be imaginative with it, they say when well, pizza was born. It was only a margarita. No one ever exactly. thought of putting anything else on it. So you've got to start somewhere.
5: You have to start somewhere. Let's see where this goes. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> good stuff, Josephine. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much.
5: Thanks for the best.
3: There we are. Josephine McKenna there for the Telegraph over in Rome. And the, uh, what a
4: good the, thing. I know we we should should let, it should never happen, and... but how brilliant would it be to go to Treviso to cover the Tiramisu
3: World Cup? I think it's, Let's no, be honest, it's quite <laughs> a tough sell to the management, I think. <laughs> It's never a, gonna happen. Well, look, we want to go to the World <laughs> Cup. You've just come back from the World Cup. Yeah, but this is the, this is a, basically a cake to, uh, World Cup. Uh, can we go? Send Alan. There's yeah, no yeah. There's no alcohol. Don't in say There's part. no alcohol. If He can't have the Masala, Alan won't be going there. Will he? Really? What's this? And giving him anything with onions and chilies in it? He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't eat anyway. He certainly doesn't eat desserts. <laughs> so I don't think he's back tomorrow morning. Fingers crossed. Although I understand. Yeah. Um, his last signing off words today on breakfast were well oh, I can feel a bit of a sniffle coming on <laughs> yeah, so is... Danny Kelly uh, <laughs> I don't know if Aer Lingus what time the last flight is tonight but uh, your card is marked or Max Yeah. there <laughs> we are that was this afternoon I do love the old Tiramisu, didn't you? Well, I'm not particularly... You're not a I, fan, are you? No, not really. I'm not a fan of mascarpone. I've either. got to be honest, it's in the top two. It's the New York cheesecake and the Tiramisu, my favourite oh, you're, you're a big fan of the cheese. Oh, I do love the cheesecake. It's not well, it's not that cheesy, the cheesecake, is it? But uh, It's cheesy, cheesy for me. Okay. <laughs> OK, we'll leave it there. <laughs> 08717. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow at Moin Alley in the studio and of course we'll have the Clips of the Week.